Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson, coming to you on behalf of Shoreline Publishers today. I have the absolute pleasure of talking with the gorgeous Tansy Boggan today about her brand new book, The Weight of a Woman. How are you today, Tansy? Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Now, your latest book is incredibly intriguing, um, and I've got no doubt it's going to be of great interest to women slash people all over the world. Um, Would you be able to, like, tell us a little bit about it, about the storyline today? Yes, yep. So The Weight of a Woman is the story of a very self-depreciating woman who has a lot of self-doubt and feels like she isn't good enough, that she really needs to lose her weight before she can embrace life fully. And and I suppose it's a story that many women go yes, through. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. So the idea of the story came to me when I wrote my self-help book, Joyful Eating, which is about breaking free of diets and um, learning to accept our body and um, take care of the body that we're in rather than fighting against it all the time. And I wanted to bring that into a fictional story that was Mm. more accessible to people that may not read a lot or may not read self-help genre. So that's very clever where the idea (laughs) came from. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, and I really enjoy um, fictional reads that have... A deeper meaning or you you can come away from it sort of reflect it's reflective and that's really what I wanted to do with this this novel and you've sort of answered a bit of my next question um your non-fiction joyful eating plus your superheroes on my plate children's book which I can mm-hmm. personally um give a big tick of approval I use it all the time um they would obviously have been quite big inspirations for the weight of a woman Definitely, yes. It's I suppose it's sort of like a philosophy I have, and I want yes. to bring that forward in something that was that was fictional. So definitely, and and sharing in different ways um, yes. how we relate to food and our bodies. So they're all sort of very interrelated for yeah. sure. Mm. And I, I think you're very clever that you've you've done quite a few genres now that, that obviously are going to reach out to a lot of people. Now, obviously, with your background, it's a very um, uh, subject matter you're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I really must say, though, and ask, you've chosen the characters in your uh, The Weight of a Woman very carefully, um, I believe, from what I've mm-hmm. read. Yeah. And why have you done that? Like, what, how have you built those characters? Yeah. So um, I suppose the initial character, um, you know, she's very stereotypical of someone who's wanting to lose weight and and yes gets caught up in every diet and those sorts of things but I started to think about um our relationship to diets and how you know everyone has a different approach and a different belief system like you know you can control your weight you just got to work harder and yes. so that sort of like drill sergeant approach and then other people that it's like yeah. more optimal health and 
you know, don't worry about your weight, just get as healthy as you possibly can be. And other people that may yes. feel like failures around diets mm. and trying to control their weight. So I, I sort of um, gave each of the characters sort of a personality to mm, those different very approaches. Very clever. To dieting, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and also where where you know readers can tap into that and relate to that, you know, feel mm. connected to that. That's because, like you said, not everyone's into a self help, but mm-hmm. will pick up a fictional read. So mm-hmm. now, on on the writing, so you've done a, a children's book, a non fiction, and now a fiction. What did you like the most in creation? Oh, I think I liked it all really. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. The children's book sort of like um, fun and like yeah. you know I have a good laugh while I'm writing yes. it and little yes. like it's it's almost like I'm singing to myself and little food puns and stuff come through. Um, but I think the novel was probably the most um, transformative for myself in a yes. sense because yes, you really see yourself on the page and surprise yourself with what comes through you. So That's I think really it's really like, articulate. I love that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's this growth that you feel and you're like, oh, yes. I didn't wow. realise I thought that. Yeah. yeah. Or like threading parts of the story together and weaving it in. Yes. I don't know how people plan novels a lot because so much just comes out of you that you it didn't does. even know was yeah. there. Yeah. I think it's a very personal journey and um, which which perhaps interests me, how did the process go for you you know we've got some writers that plan the whole thing start to finish others that just fly by the seat of the pants how did you Mm -hmm. go planning this fictional story Um, to start with it it was just an idea that I just played with so essentially when I finished writing joyful eating I had this conclusion that felt a little bit too poetic for a self-help book and so I pulled that out it was only like four pages and it was really very much about this sort of feeling of weightlessness and freedom. And so I had this sort of concept and then I thought that would be a great beginning and an end to a novel. Yeah. And so then I sort of had that beginning and end and I knew where I wanted her to go and I had played with some of the lessons that I wanted her to learn. So I'd sort of written a few scenes and I realised when I was editing I'd written a few scenes twice because, you know, you sort of just... <laughs> As we do. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just letting it flow. And then, yes. then I started to piece it all together and thread through, you know, like raising the stakes or having, um, you know, some storyline that flowed through. So it was, yeah. it was definitely yeah. like a puzzle that I was piecing together. I had the first piece and the last piece and a few in between and then started to pull it all together That's um and it probably took a few months you know like a, a few months yes. of free writing and then I shelved <laughs> it and then I came back and yes. you know, started to weave it all together it's a big process isn't it mm, definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good on you now do you write every day um I haven't at the moment because I'm right. so focused on like sharing the book but yeah yes. I, I would write like most days and I really feel um energetic when I have taking the time to write so it's almost like a self-care thing agreed 100 agreed mm, yeah it's, mm. it's such a creative outlet isn't it yeah definitely yeah. yeah so when you're in the writing process be it fiction non-fiction children how do you stay motivated so what's your sort of um routine I suppose mm. um staying motivated I think it's one remembering how it makes me feel that it yes. is something that makes me feel joyful and feel happy great. and yes yeah, so focus on that. And 
also just knowing that you you do need to just put your seat your butt in the seat and write because like inspiration doesn't you know occasionally it comes when you're on a walk or in the shower or whatever but <laughs> a lot yes. of it you've just got to sit there and do the hours <laughs> and see Fresh what comes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh you're so true so true <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, it's, writing's not an easy journey by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were writing The Weight of a Woman, what did you find as the most challenging part? Um, I think it was probably pulling it together into a cohesive story because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a lot of inspiration and ideas and things that yes. flow out of you, but it's pulling it together to ensure that it's um that there's sort of like a vested interest from the reader's point of view in the story and where it's going yes um and I think sometimes as new authors we don't necessarily understand that so much and that takes a bit to learn and to to weave together yeah um and you know idea of raising stakes or figuring out consistencies and stuff like that and and then, you know, I learned a lot about writing because yeah. I'd never written a novel before. So, you know, dialogue and. Yeah, it's a big journey, isn't things. it? A brave yeah. journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good it's on a, you. You now, just let pub- it flow. Mm. Yeah, to get the flow. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Now, was publishing always your dream? Um, I think it was with this one. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to publish a novel, but I. I definitely put it on the shelf a few times and okay. thought, I don't know if I can do that or if anyone will want to publish it. So, um, we all do you that. Know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I am someone who has lots of projects and creative ideas. And so it's like deciding what are the things that I take all the way to the finish line. And, um, you know, I, I think as I started to finish the story, it was like, I really want this in the world I would love to have people to read it I think yes. this is a story worth sharing yep. um Agreed. and even <laughs> yeah yeah so, and even just for myself it's just wonderful to have a published book but um you know to take it to that point that other people can read yes. it I think it's yep. you know something I really wanted mm. yeah be the voice mm-hmm. of change I say um now I can't see this being the end of your journey being a creative person in the writing world What's next on the agenda for you, Tansy? <laughs> uh, quite a few projects. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, yes, I've actually written a sequel to this novel. Oh, um, wow. Yes, I've already finished that and um, it's it's like it's a different person because obviously she goes through a transformation in this book and then yes. it's like she's now a very new, confident person but she's still navigating the world where we have challenges. So yes. um, that's the focus of that book and i brought in a lot of my own story into the second um, book and then I've written other children's books as well so um watch this space right (laughs) yeah release one at a time and just see how they go it's you know there's so much as you would know like there's so much marketing and promotion you have to do like how much time do I invest in that correct before I then get move on yes yeah, and it's great for listeners out. to hear this because, you know, it's not just writing the words and next week the book's out on the shelf. It's just such a huge process but mm. such a worthwhile process. Now, speaking of uh, words of wisdom, you're obviously great at what you do. So if there are any new authors out there listening and sort of wanting to embark on a writing career or wanting to to be brave enough to do something, what would you say to them? Hmm. I think it's... It is like it's commitment. I think a lot yes. of 
people who aspire to be authors think it's just going to come and it's going to flow out of them really easily. <laughs> and I think it's more like a decision that you make. Correct. Like learning the violin. It's like, okay, yeah. no one's picking up a violin tomorrow and can play anything, no. you know, D half decent. <laughs> and so it's like knowing that we're the same as writers. Like we can have an idea that might be mull- mulling around our brain for many years. And what we need to do is is sit down with Commit. a pen and paper or computer and, and write and then rewrite and rewrite and rewrite, you know, mm. like you would the violin, you're going to, get it out every day and you're going to play through. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. And that idea that you, you might rewrite the book multiple times or you might read a book about dialogue and then add that in and another book about something else. And, you know, it's just really Great. layering as you're yeah. learning, Yeah. Um, particularly for your first novel or any book, you know, there's Correct. so much you're learning through that yes. process. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's great advice. That's Really are great. And Tansy, obviously you are very inspiring to others. Um, I'm absolutely 100% certain that the weight of the woman is going to touch the hearts and minds of the world, really. Um, You're a really positive voice of change. Um, So, listeners, I encourage everyone to do yourselves a huge favour and get out there and grab a copy of The Weight of a Woman and do it today. It's available at all good bookstores, libraries and, of course, online. And to you, Tansy, I wish you all the best. I look forward to following your journey and I hope we get to chat again soon. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you today and thank you for joining us. Thank you. (laughs) All the best, Tansy. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.